0: Hi again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 650. 650. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Uh, let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're both free, including the postage and handling. I have uh, music. Uh, got a strong uh, message from the Lord, and I've got letters today. Right now, let's pray. Father, I pray that you will... Be with me in this message today, so that uh, your words will penetrate, that they penetrate uh, through me unto the uh, people of the world. Let your words be dispensed from me into the hearts, the minds, and the souls of the people of the world, that their spirits may be resurrected from the dead by believing on you. Both Jew and Gentile can be saved by their... Belief and all that call upon the name of the Lord shall not be ashamed so the main thing for us to do is what Jesus said and the apostle Paul pray always pray without ceasing Lord we pray that you'll bind Satan that you rebuke him uh, put him to open shame Father God confuse him uh, <laughs> I don't have to beg you Lord um, you don't like Satan any more than I do As a matter of fact, you don't like him uh, more than I don't like him. Lord, open up doors for us and slam every door uh, shut for Satan. That souls may be saved in the Lord's church, the body of Christ, be strengthened. In Jesus' name I pray. And everyone says amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. And here's now my late wife Susie, the world's greatest preacher, uh, to uh, sing along with jd sumner in the stamp she said i can't sing tony she says i sound like donald duck but she says uh, but you can tell the christ that's in her the living god but the empathy in her voice uh, it, it, she was just the greatest person and the most godly person uh all the time for 17 years until the end and the lord forgave her uh, she went through a lot on uh, her deathbed and finally it broke and she was spared here she is singing with jd Sumner in the stamps called this is susie alamo singing the robe of calvary mm-hmm.
1: Kings wear robes Of gold and velvet Oh, but soon their glory Fades away But the king of kings In heaven He wore a homespun robe That day The soldiers gambled For his garment While the sun turned dark Above But the men Yes, the same men who crucified him were forgiven by his love. But if they, yes, even they, renounced their evil, they too were welcomed by the Lord. His robe was woven by his mother. Blessed faith in every thread. The Christ who wore it lives forever. My Lord and My God, he has risen from the dead.
0: the lord praise the name of the lord yes he has risen from the dead and he's alive right now and he's not going to die anymore so this kid that's saying that he would like to go to heaven and kill jesus uh this man this boy doesn't know who jesus is he's god and god cannot die it's impossible for him to die it's impossible for him to fail it's impossible for him to lie and people that would want to kill uh jesus if they could i'm sure everybody would like to do that that is not born again of the spirit but uh god knows who you are and uh he's waiting for you he's waiting for you right there at the judgment bar of god and it's not going to be good for you up there okay the people of this world, the Antichrist government, Jesus said that Satan would have a church and a government. And he's got it all right. He taught you things like that. He taught you to um, uh, think evil of God and think good of Satan. Well, the Lord's going to destroy you unless you repent of this sort of uh, thing. So, um, the... Um, We have some letters here. Uh, Sharon, where's the first one from?
2: From the Congo. Okay,
0: let's hear what they say.
2: This is translated from French. I really like the fact that I am writing you for the first time. A friend of mine entrusted this website to me, and I read part of it. You are doing an excellent work to save the sheep for Jesus in this world. Allow me to tell you a little about myself. I was a Catholic before... But now I want to be saved after having read about your ministry and your testimony. This has really impressed me. I live in a very remote area, and there are many people who I have talked to about your ministry who are asking me for French literature and teachings so that they can be converted. We need all of your help. Adrian Mabutupa from Kinshasa, Congo.
0: Well, praise the Lord. As the Lord gives us, we'll give to you for sure. Woe unto them that call evil good. This is this government today that calls um, evil good. Uh, and uh, good evil. That put darkness for light and light for darkness. That put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe unto all you people. And you really don't know what woe is. You just think it's a word. But no, it's an actual uh, it's actual. It's going to happen. And it's going to happen to you because you're so evil. God killed the firstborn of Egypt because they wouldn't recognize God's son. Uh, they started taking the children away from people like they're doing today that you can see. These Texas Rangers, man, they're big-time stuff. They got a badge, a flashlight, and a Bailey Club, and uh, they got a gun, too. You know, either they would be doing that kind of work, or they'd be working at Wendy's or uh, Trudy's Diner. Um, So the Lord, it says, because he took, uh, he's talking through Samuel. He says, because uh, that you... um, he told him to bring forth uh, hither to me Agag, the king of the Amalekites. And Agag came unto him delicately, and uh, Agag said, Surely the bitterness of death is past. And Samuel said, mm, let's see here. As thy sword, as your evil sword, hath made women childless. Well, so shall thy mother be childless among women. And Samuel hacked Agag in pieces with a sword before the Lord in Gilgal. And that's something. That's this government today. They're doing the same thing, and God's going to destroy this government. This is the government that Jesus said that Satan would have. This is the cult, the church that uh, they call it that uh, satan would have the government and the media that god said that satan would have in these last days all right um in the kingdom of heaven satan stated that he would take god's place i'm taking over up here and of course he failed satan took away the earth's rulership that God had given to Adam and Eve by deceiving Adam's wife, whose name was Eve. Eve then deceived her husband Adam through uh, Satan's voice, and communication with God for man was over with. Once you believe Satan, communication with God is over with, and he sends strong delusions to you because you don't have anything in your brain but satan and satan is insane he's uh, uh, in darkness he doesn't know anything in mercy towards humanity god devised a redemption plan for those who would believe god instead of satan god sent christ into this world god's son had to die and shed his blood to bring the plan of salvation to reality. This is the only method that God has devised that uh, souls may be saved. And by all means, Satan must obscure this plan to save your soul. He has to get everything out of focus. He has to blur, get everything blurry for you. And it gets blurred by Satan or his uh, rulership would be over. And it's getting over with right now because what I'm having you do is to, I'm having you focus on God's word. And focusing on his word is a way that you get your eyes off of Satan and on the Lord. And you are able to be relieved of your burden of sin when you can see then you can walk. If you're with Satan, you're in darkness. And he leads you into darkness. And uh, both of you, he's already fallen into the pit. And if you believe in him, you're in the pit as well with him. And you're going to wake up uh, because the Lord is going to come back brighter than the sun. And uh, he'll either, he'll make all the darkness flee away. But it'll be too late for you. You have to repent now before you go out to meet God. So that you could be saved. All right, Sharon, you have another letter? Yes. All right, where is this one from?
2: From Nigeria, Africa.
0: Okay, let's hear it.
2: Dear Friend in Christ, Pastor Tony Alamo, may the Lord bless you and know that God has a plan towards you and your family. Mm -hmm. Once again, may the Lord bless you, your family, and your ministries in the mighty name of Jesus. Please give our regards to the brethren there. We do not know how to begin to thank you, and may the Lord increase you for his glory. We are now thanking God for the great opportunity and wisdom he has given you, Pastor Tony Alamo, to write the book entitled The Messiah. May the Lord bless you for giving yourself to be used by God. For your information, we are seriously blessed through this book, and we have gotten many testimonies through it. Please, with due respect, can you give us permission to translate this book into our dialect for the benefit of the entire community?
0: Right, and I definitely do that. I give you uh, permission And any person of any language, you have my permission to translate it. Send the translation here, and we'll have it checked out. And if it checks out, we're going to start printing it for you. And, of course, we give it away free. Uh, If you need 50, 100, or however many you need, we print them out by the truckload, uh, the semi-truckload. Okay, and then what else?
2: May the Lord bless you as you accept us to work together with you. Beloved, the need for the gospel of Christ is great and we have to train so many ministers and equip them with the word of God so they can shepherd the flock of God. Our prayer is that you understand our position. We're looking forward to hearing from you. Serving Christ. Oh, I
0: understand your position because that's the position that I uh, got involved with over 40, around 44 years ago almost. This September, it'll be 44 years. Then what?
2: Reverend Mabakara from Nigeria, Africa.
0: All right, praise the Lord. Now, we're still in the 10th chapter of Romans, and for some reason or other, God knows best, he wants me to uh, explain the book of Romans to you. Verse 11, uh, chapter 10. For the Scriptures says, and by uh, George, you better believe the scriptures, because they say, whosoever, believeth on him, Jesus, shall not be ashamed. In other words, for whosoever has faith on the word of God, Christ, uh, shall not be ashamed. Well, what, uh, you know, when the kingdom of heaven opens up and everybody on earth can see it open up and there's like huge beams of light coming down from heaven. And then this stairway comes down, and it opens up like a huge screen in the kingdom of heaven. you see tens of thousands of saints riding on white horses, and Christ himself leading them with a shriek of the archangel. Uh, people that have not believed that uh, are big mouth, no nothings, no nothings. They think they know something and they don't know anything. They're going to be ashamed. For the scriptures says, Whosoever, Jew or Gentile, any race of people, yellow, black, um, brown, beige, green, like I am, uh, they made us choose the color of money, God did. For the scriptures says, Whosoever, believeth on him, Jesus, believeth on him, meaning has faith in him, shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew any longer and the Greek, the Gentile, or any nationality. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all, That call upon him. Do you pray without ceasing? You know, people think that they're Christians and therefore they don't need to call on the Lord. But the Lord says to the Christian, pray without ceasing because the world is full of wickedness and we don't know what's going to happen unless the Lord shows us. And how can we know? You know, we have to ask in order for us to receive the knowledge of what's going to happen. Verse 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Verse 14. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And... How shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Well, there's no way that you could hear unless I was preaching the truth. Now, these phonies that call themselves preachers, teachers, pastors, evangelists, that don't tell you the hour that you're living in, uh how can you believe Now, you have to know who God is, and who the devil is, and what's right, and what's wrong, what sin is. Verse 15, and how shall they preach, except they be sent? I've been sent into this world to preach the gospel to you. As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace. Well, does that mean peace on earth? No, no. That means peace with God because the Lord is plainly showing you what his wrath is. He takes 15, 25, 250,000 people at one time because they don't have peace with the Lord. When there's tornadoes heading my way where I am, and I pray the tornado goes around us, doesn't even touch us. And... Bring, he says. Okay, how can beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace with God, and bring glad tidings of good things to people. I'm bringing good tidings, glad tidings of good things to you. Verse 16. But they have not all obeyed the gospel, the truth. For Isaiah saith, Lord, who hath believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For the Messiah will come as a root out of a dry ground. That's the 53rd chapter of Isaiah. And then all the testimonies of how that Christ would be cut off for the sins of the world. To give you a chance to be saved. To give you a chance to get out of this world and into a world that is far better than this one. Because if you believe not, you're going to hell in the lake of fire. Verse 17. So then faith cometh by hearing. How can we have faith? It comes by hearing the word of God. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The word of God is spirit and its life. Verse 18. But I say, have they not heard? Oh, yes, verily, Their sound went into all the earth and their words unto the ends of the world. Verse 19, but I say, did not Israel now? First, Moses saith, I will provoke you To jealousy by them that are no people. In other words, God God was telling Moses, he said he's going to provoke the Jew, the Jews by turning to the Gentiles. He wanted the Jews to be jealous because the Jew knows that he's the God of the Jews. But when he turns, he gets fed up with him, he throws his hands up at him and says, He turns to the Gentiles. Read it, I'll read it again. But I say, did not Israel know? Oh yeah, they knew. First Moses saith, I will provoke you Israel to jealousy by them, the Gentiles that are no people at all. And by a foolish nation, I will anger you. Is there a nation more foolish than the Vatican's one-world government? Is there a nation more stupid, more foolish, more ignorant, more asinine than the international government—a bunch of faithless, uh, faceless, and faithless idiots? Verse twenty. But Isaiah is very bold. And says to the Jews, I was found of them that sought me not. In other words, the Gentiles are now know about me. I was made manifest unto them that asked not after me. Well, I'm Jewish. I'm actually part something else. Um Romanian Jew. And I never sought after the Lord, but the Lord came down upon me and uh, frightened me, put the fear of God into me so that I will serve him. I would not be serving the Lord for love or money if it wasn't for him putting the fear of God in me. Verse 21, but to Israel he says, all day long I have stretched forth my hands unto a disobedient and gainsaying people. Uh, All day long, all the day long, God says, I have stretched forth my hands, both of them, unto a disobedient and gainsaying people. And so the Lord had to chasten them. And that's why Auschwitz, and other, God called um, uh, people down upon Israel, allowed them to be taken into bondage because of their disobedience. They're stupid. Verse 11, I say then, hath God cast away his people? God forbid. For I, the apostle Paul, also am an Israelite. This is chapter 11, folks. I'm an Israelite. God hasn't cast me away here. I'm writing more than two-thirds of the Bible, the New Testament. So you know that he hasn't cast us away. We're the ones that wrote this word. We are the one that God told us what the rules and regulations are. But you people are the ones that are disobeying the rules and regulations. Why? Because you're a part of Satan's government and cult and media. You believe them. So, has God cast away his chosen people? God forbid. For I also am an Israelite of the seed of Abraham, of the tribe of Benjamin. I'm from the tribe of Benjamin. Verse 2. God has not cast away his people, which he foreknew now. He knew him in the past, and he hasn't cast him away. What you not, what the scripture, don't you know what the scripture says of Elias? How he uh, maketh intercession to God against Israel, saying, Verse 3, Lord, they have killed thy prophets, and they truly have done that, and digged down thine altars. And I am left alone, and they seek my life. These Jews seek my life. Well, of course, um, Elijah was Jewish. See, there's some of us that are good, and there's some of them that are evil, just like you Gentiles. So don't say that God has forsaken the Jews. Because you lie when you say that. No liar shall enter the kingdom of heaven. Verse 4. But what saith the answer of God unto Elias? I have reserved to myself, God said, 7,000 men who have not bowed the knee to the image of Baal. They haven't bowed down to Satan. Verse 5. Even so then... At this present time, also, there is a remnant, according to, a remnant of Jews, according to the election of power, of God's grace. And election, verse 6. And if my power, or the, the grace of God, then is it no more of works. No, we cannot be born again by the works that we do. But we can stay born again of the Spirit by letting the Lord do his works in us. And if by grace, then it is no more, it's by Christ coming into the world, which is the grace, which is his power, to believe and give us faith. Then is it no more of works, our works. Otherwise, grace or Christ coming into the world is no more uh, Christ coming into the world, uh, the power of God towards salvation. But if it be of works, works that you or I do, then it is no more uh, Christ coming into the world, grace, with his power to give salvation unto those that believe otherwise work is no more work verse seven what then is is um, israel has not obtained that which he seeketh for oh he wants to go to heaven but the election hath obtained it what does that mean? Well, God uh, elected the things that are. He elected the Lord Jesus Christ. They agreed. They obtained it, and the rest were blinded. But the election, the Lord that uh, the one that God elects to, within gives them faith, because they study. Have they've obtained it? And the um, rest of the Jews were blinded. Verse 8, according as it is written, God hath given them the spirit of slumber. God gave them that? Yes, because they don't seek after him, and so they fell asleep, like the vision of the dog that I saw. You know, a lot of people have heard it, but there's a lot of people that haven't, so I'm going to explain it again. I'm sleeping, and this all of a sudden, like this television screen comes in uh, front of me, and it's this dog, which is an English bulldog. It's just a beautiful day. Everything is wonderful, and I can see this dog. dog's uh, brow is all wrinkled up like those bulldogs are, the English bulls. And he's living there, uh, sleeping with half of his body in a doghouse. And the front part of his body is outside. He's just in a deep sleep. Man, he's this, got the this spirit of slumber, this dog. And he was out of sleep because his eyes uh, were he could not see when he's sleeping. And he couldn't see the top of his head. And then the vision widened where I could see the top of his head. There was a lion sitting there, uh, not a raging lion. He was just sitting there, and the top of the dog's head was uh, sawed off or something. There was no blood, but he was just using the dog's head as a dog bowl uh, for the food. He was lapping the brains out of the dog. And um, that was the end of the vision. And that's uh, giving them the spirit of slumber. Eyes that they should not see, like the dogs. They become dogs. And the Lord calls people dogs, and pigs, and vipers, and children of Satan. And ears that they should not hear. When this lion that I saw in the vision was lapping the brains out of the dog, every um, the dog didn't know it. So when there's no brain anymore, and that's what the Lord says when we're walking in darkness, if people are walking in darkness, everything is attached in our bodies to the brain. And if you don't have um, any brain anymore, you're uh, you're lost. And so this dog was representative of the entire world that is deceived now. They don't have a brain. The devil, the lion, lapped all the brains out of everybody. The dog. Everything is attached to our brains. We, uh, if we're feeling something in our toes, it's our brains that is actually feeling it. So, uh, that also affects the ears, that they should not hear the word of God to be saved. Unto this very day, Paul says. Verse 9, And David saith, Let their table be made a snare and a trap. Let the things that they eat become their snare, and let the things that they eat be a trap for them. Let the things, they just uh, eat the things of Satan and a stumbling block. Let the things that they eat be a stumbling block and a recompense unto them. Verse 10, let their eyes be darkened that they may not see. Well, this dog couldn't see. And these dogs that call themselves Christians can't see either. And the Jews today, a lot of them are being saved. There's definitely going to be 140 and 4,000 of us. So let their eyes be darkened that they may not see and bow down their back always. And we go to verse um, 11. I say then, have they stumbled? That they should not, uh, that they should fall? God forbid, but rather through their fall, salvation is come unto the Gentiles for to provoke them to jealousy. God did this to just make uh, Israel jealous. Have they stumbled that they should fall? God forbid, that isn't true. But rather, through their fall, salvation is come unto the Gentiles for to provoke the Jews to jealousy. Verse 12, Now if the fall of the Jewish people, those that were risen from the dead, from a dead man's loins and a dead woman's womb, now if the fall of them be the uh, riches of the world and the diminishing of them the riches of the uh, Gentiles how much more their fullness when God brings us back into the world in these last days to rebuke you Gentiles for your lack of faith and for the evil that you're doing How much more our fullness. For verse 13. For I speak to you Gentiles. Inasmuch as I am the apostle of the Gentiles. I magnify my office. I make myself. I love the Gentiles. I'm doing that to make the Jews jealous also. Paul is saying. I magnify my office. That's no big deal to be. The uh, Apostle of the Gentiles. Verse 14. I magnify my office. I am uh, the uh, Apostle of the Gentiles. 14. If by any means I may provoke to emulation them which are my flesh, the Jews, and might save some of them. Verse 15. For if the casting away of the Jew be the uh, reconciliation of the world, what shall the receiving of the Jews be? What shall it be? Paul answers that. But it's for life from the dead. That's what's going to happen when the Jews come back to the Lord, like myself, we're preaching the real truth uh, to you, Gentiles, who are not of the Lord anymore. You're the great falling away. Verse sixteen: For if the first fruit be holy, the lump is also holy, and if the root be holy, so are the branches. uh we're Jews. Uh, Jesus is uh, the world's greatest you. He's the thorn, and we are the branches. So we're holy, because the root, Jesus, is holy. So are the branches holy. Verse 17, and if some of the branches be broken off, and thou, being a wild olive tree, uh, were broken. in among the actual real people of the Lord and with them partakers of the root because you become when you come to the Lord you become partakers of Christ and fatness of the olive tree God calls the house of God the great olive tree and all the branches come in from Jews Gentiles and all other nations which are Gentiles. Verse 18, boast not against the branches, the Jews. You hear all these Gentiles saying, well, the Jews are bad and all this kind of stuff. You're sick in your head when you say that. Boast not yourself against the branches, the real Jews that believe God. But if thou boast, thou bearest naught. The root. And if you're boasting that you're better than the Jews, you don't have Jesus. The root. But the root, thee. The root is the one that bears thee. Verse 19. Thou wilt say then the branches were broken off that I might be grafted in. Verse 20, well, the Apostle Paul says, because of unbelief, they were broken off, and thou standest by faith. So, if you don't believe what I'm saying here, Paul says, then you don't have faith. So, don't boast yourself against the real branches, the Jews. Because the only reason that you're grafted in to those that, the same spot of those that fell away, uh, you're standing uh, by faith. Be not high-minded, but fear God. Verse twenty-one. For if God spared not the natural branches, take heed lest He also spare not the Gentiles. Verse 22, Behold, therefore, the goodness and severity of God on them which fell, severity, but toward thee, goodness. And here's that big word, if. But only if you continue in his goodness. In other words, in the spirit in faith. Otherwise thou also shall be cut off. Killed, sent to hell, you Gentiles. Verse twenty-three, and they also, if they abide not, still in unbelief, shall be grafted in. For God is able to graft them in again. God, don't uh, don't uh, think that God is. Uh, gotten weak in these last days, he's able to do anything to people that call on him and believe on his word. Verse 24, for if thou were cut out of the olive tree, which is wild by nature, and were grafted contrary to nature into a good olive tree. Because of your faith, that faith just supernaturally brings you out of this world and into the good olive tree, the Holy Spirit. How much more shall these, which be the natural branches, the Jews, be grafted into their own olive tree? Much easier than for you. Verse 25, for I would not, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest ye should be wise in your own uh, conceits, in your own carnal, idiotic mind. That blindness, in part, is happened to Israel, just in part, until the fullness of the Gentiles become in. Until the fullness of the Gentile dispensation comes into view. Well, the end of the Gentile dispensation happened in 1947, primarily, actually more so in 548. God had dispersed the Jews into every country of the world. But he said when the Gentile dispensation is over with, he's going to call all the Jews or many of the Jews back to Israel. They're going to take their land over again. All right. So, so, and this is the fullness. Now this is a sign of the end of the time, uh, the end of time is when the Gentile, the fullness of the Gentiles become in. So the end of the Jewish, uh, the Gentile dispensation happened in 1948. 58, 68, 78, 88, 98, 2008, that's 60 years ago. 60 years ago, the Gentile dispensation came to an end. And that's why you hear so much false, uh, fallacy coming from a lot of these Gentiles. So all I'm doing is saying this to get you gentiles to get back into the word of god and stop being fearful and unbelieving get back to god and start preaching and teaching get out there and be counted for verse 26 and so all israel shall be saved even though the bible says that all israel is not israel that's because some of the israelites are not israel but all believers shall be saved. Israel, Israelite means people that believe God. As, as it is written, there shall come out of Sion Again, that's what I named my boy, that I love so much. Out of Sion, the deliverer. So, there shall come out of Sion the deliverer. What is he delivering us from? He's delivering us from an eternity in hell, in the lake of fire. That's what. And shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. That means Israel. Verse 27. For this is my covenant unto you, unto you Jews, unto them, when I shall take away their sins Verse 28, as concerning the gospel. They are enemies for your sakes. But as uh, touching the election, they are beloved for the Father's sakes. Verse 29, for the gifts and calling of God are without repentance god gives a gift to somebody that doesn't mean that they're going to use it for the lord like a lot of people have beautiful voices and a lot of people have talents Uh, some have strength some aren't some have better brains than others and if they don't get saved god's not going to repent of the gift that he gave because he's you're going to say on the day of judgment that I gave you these gifts. Okay, you uh, you have a good mind and all that stuff, but you still didn't serve me. So you didn't use your talent. You attorneys, you scientists, you people that know and believe in God. You didn't use the talent that I gave you. The singers, you all you people in the world, you didn't use the strength that I gave you for. Um, for the Lord. For me, the Lord says. And so, but this, uh, still the Lord does, uh, he gave gifts, but, um, and calling of God are without repentance. God's not going to repent because he don't like what he did. Verse 34, as ye in times past have not believed, God yet have now obtained mercy through their unbelief. You Gentiles have received mercy through the Jews' unbelief. Now remember, not all of us Jews uh, disbelieve. I'm a Jew. I believe. As a matter of fact, I believe more than you do. And you can see me all over the world with my people out on the streets every day. Verse 31, Even so have these also now not believed that through your mercy, they also may obtain mercy. Well, what does that mean? Okay, these Jews that brought the Bible to you and they've been, they don't believe. Now there's a, if you're a real true Christian, you're supposed to go to the Jew that through your mercy of preaching the gospel to them, they also may obtain mercy by receiving the gospel and doing what the Lord tells them to do. Verse 32, For God hath concluded them all in unbelief that he might have mercy upon everyone. Not just you Gentiles, but the Jews that come back to him. Verse 33, O oh, the depth of the riches! both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. Verse 34, For who hath known the mind of the Lord? Or who hath been his counselors? Verse 35, Or who hath first given to him and it shall be recompensed unto him again verse 36 for of him and through him and to him are all things to whom be glory forever amen and that's the end of chapter 11 and i believe i've done this uh, amount of time now, so um, let's, uh, we're going to pray now, let me get this marker here, because I want to continue with this uh, tomorrow, okay, for chapter 12, okay, now let's uh, get right with the Lord, because he's had mercy on the Jews, and he's, he's Turned away from the Jews to make uh, the Jews jealous for turning to you. So, you Gentiles, come on. And you Jewish people, don't be jealous. uh, Because if you do well, God will bless you also. Say this prayer. Say, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God. And I believe that Jesus died on the cross and shed his precious blood. Uh, so that uh, all that believe upon him and call upon him shall be saved. The blood of Jesus washes away every sin that I've ever committed, say. And I believe that you, Father, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus. Wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus, my Father God, Holy Spirit. You will save my soul, I know, because your word says so. Your word says that all that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And I believe that because I want to be saved. And I know if I don't believe, I'll be damned. So therefore, I know you've heard me, and I know that you've answered me, and I know that you have saved my soul. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, Father God, Holy Spirit, for saving my soul. Now just raise your hands up and praise and thank the Lord and give Him all the glory and the praise and the honor. And share and tell our listening audience how they can receive a copy of this program, number 650-650.
2: Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas, 75505 or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370 or fax code 479-782-7406.
0: Okay, so righteousness uh, comes unto you when you believe. Uh, when you believe the gospel, when you believe Jesus, when you believe the prophets and um, the apostles. And that's why I'm singing here with the Joe Leahy Arrangement. And our orchestra inquired, I believe and I'm saved because I believe.
1: I believe for every drop of rain that falls, a flower. night, a candle glow, I believe for everyone who goes astray, someone will come to show the way.